It's trade. It's trade faces, face off, steal your face off. Nice. Yep. Well, can you hear me? Yeah, you can't say that. You have to say that after you play the theme song. Trade faces, face off, steal your face off. Freaky Friday kind of shit. Freaky face off. It's a steal your face off episode. (laughs) Steal your face right off your face. (laughs) Freaky Friday like a face off. Step or no Nick Cage. Steal your face off. (laughs) Welcome to Codenames Face Off Steal Your Face Freaky Friday show. Yeah, I'm gonna start downloading the songs. <laughs> it's a little late for that. No, we can do. Um, you run the old the. Uh... It's early. It's all snack. Yay! It's my snack. But you have to still talk to me. You can't just download. Yeah, I'll, I'll participate. You don't have any particular ideas for the morning snack. Uh, I, I mean, I had one thing music related to that I would talk about. Okay, you start. All right. Uh, we're all quarantined. Instagram Wilco posts a thing music to listen to spring 2020 while you're basically locked in your house. It's their music or just any music? No, no, it's none of it's theirs. It's other people's stuff. And some of it is new Mm -hmm. and some of it is not new at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but the two new ones that I listened to were, and I'm probably going to get this wrong somehow, but uh ed o'brien his new album mm-hmm. and bonnie prince billy oh, yeah. and they were they were both really good yeah, really good no music yeah but i enjoyed both of the albums the ed o'brien one is not something i would normally listen to at all it's uh, i don't know very, ed O'Brien. he is like the other half of um that band radiohead oh yeah yeah i knew he was doing something then i heard about that yeah He's the other guitarist other than Johnny, whatever his name is. Greenwood? I think, I, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. It was very electronica. Yeah. Kind I of ambient, it, yeah. sort of, but it was, I liked it. It had a, cool. the high singing voice, like the Radiohead style. Uh, it yeah. was good. But and Bonnie Prince Billy, his voice is the same. It's that wobbly, but yeah. the, the album is, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like um, country music. Well, wasn't he always kind of alt country? Wasn't that the thing? I I never got that from him, really. Not okay. like this. This is like twangy country songs, like upbeat twangy. Oh, yeah. country songs. It's crazy. I loved it. Cool. And they're and those are new. Well, I know the Ed O'Brien one's new. I the Bonnie I Prince think, Billy is really yeah. It's new. called <laughs> Ed O'Brien had an. I can't remember what that one was called, but I'm pretty sure the Bonnie Prince Billy one is something like um, <laughs> just just left my head oh it's called like a i made a thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something like that <laughs> yeah. it's good oh but it's really good though it was really cool. good i highly recommend it all right yeah that's my thought is that leads right into my thought for the morning snack too which leads into the music that we're going to talk about today because what why do we care about that especially at our age a lot of people 
are like they're done, right? They don't find new music. They don't listen to new music. They don't seek out new music. So, you know, but but I am driven. Like I, I just I think it's partly because I get to the point where I feel like, okay, I've heard everything that I've heard and I know it, and now I need something new. And if I don't hear something new, I just get bored or just I'm always seeking new sounds. I think that's what's always driving me to find. It doesn't have to be a new sound. I don't mean like it has to sound like a song that is like nothing I've heard before. It can, but, but just some combination of a songwriting and a sound and all the instruments mixed together is just something different than what I've heard before. It can be subtly different, but it just wants something new. Yeah. I think that's because music is your hobby. And, and whatever is your particular hobby, you're constantly trying to reinvent it and find new things and new ways to like it until you die. Once right. that becomes like your thing. And if music's your thing, then that's what you do. If guitar pedals is your thing, you buy a million guitar pedals. Yeah. If reading is your thing, you're always trying to read that next great book and really like have it knock your socks off. You know, if movies yeah. are your thing, you watch you watch 12 movies a, a month just to try to get that see the one that you really love, but for, for people like you and me, it's music. So you're just constantly trying to find what, what new, how, what new ways can music surprise me now? And, 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 but still I'll like as much as I like the stuff I already love. Like yeah. the, the opportunity to find new things to love that's already in your wheelhouse is, is that's what makes you love a hobby. Right. Right. But it, that's the weird thing. A lot of the stuff, especially me, as you'll hear today, a lot of the stuff I listen to is new music that sounds like old music. So it, it's weird because and it's kind of in line with this show, too, right? Because I, I want to hear both. I want to hear things that I've never heard before that sound completely different. And I have some of that today. But I also want to hear stuff that sounds like stuff that I really like. But I think that you know, that is in line with why we like the dead, because you always can find new things. That, But it's it's a comfort zone. But it's a comfort zone that can have a totally new thing all the time. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's a there's a category to it, right? You're you already know, like, like what what your wheelhouse is. You're just trying to find new shit in, in that wheelhouse. <laughs> like you're not trying to be like, yeah. you just listen to that stuff. When things like Pandora and stuff like that first came out, like I, that was really fascinating to me as a way to scientifically expand from the inside out. Because it would be the, in your wheelhouse. It would be the right, genre exactly. that you want to hear. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But I am constantly looking for different genres as well. I mean, I, you know, I sought out this thing that someone mentioned to me called baby metal. I think that's what it's called, but it's like this K-pop band that plays this like the music is like thrash metal, but then it's this like K-pop female vocalists over this thrash metal stuff. And it's crazy. And the metal is like super fast. It almost sounds like video game stuff sometimes, but then it's just these poppy harmonized women vocals that it's nuts, but it's totally different than anything I've ever heard before. I mean, I'd listened to that once. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. Or more. I don't know. But I'm just saying yeah. at least once. But then I listened to um I've ever played that Kiro Kiro Bonito stuff for you. It's No, I don't ever heard that. Like I don't have any of that today, but it's uh English band that is of Japanese a woman of Japanese descent who's English. So she raps in Japanese and it's this really poppy music and sings this poppy stuff. And I listen to it all the time, especially with the kids because they super love it. And we've seen them live twice because the kids love it. And I've gotten super into it since then. And uh, so, but it's totally outside what I would normally have listened to before. And I think kids help that too sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Any, anything you bump up against because 
I feel like the older you get, the fewer new things you really bump up against. So the kids open up a whole new avenue to be exposed to things you otherwise never would have been exposed to. Kids that we may or may not have. Exactly. I, I mean, I don't have any kids. I would never do that. But I, mean, uh, I think you have like six. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's what we're doing today. So we're going to talk about somewhat new music. I basically tried to keep my stuff. Uh, it's not that some of it's brand new, like last week. And then some of it is as far back as like a year ago, 2019 stuff. Just um, just because there's a lot of stuff I've wanted to play you. Uh, that I've kind of been holding back. Some of it, you might have heard other tracks from the band that you may or may not remember, but um, I think most of it will be new to you. Some of it will not be new. Um, and then there's a fun thing at the end that you may be kind of familiar with. Cool. But let's... Um, hold up. Hold on a second. Before we go any further, I think that we've we hinted at it, but I don't know that we've actually even said what we're going to be doing this time. Oh. Okay. We said face off a bunch of different, <laughs> a bunch of different <laughs> ways, but we never actually, I mean, I, get, I think probably half the people are there or whatever, but yeah, a hundred percent of the people are there because you're there and I'm there and nobody's ever going to listen to this. But. <laughs> right. Whereas you normally pick the music and it's all Grateful Dead and then pick all the song versions of that song and play them for me. And I react this time. I'm picking non Grateful Dead music that is relatively new and new stuff that you most likely haven't heard before. Uh, most of the stuff I listen to is things that I can get into uh, the band in general as a whole, where I like most of the stuff they do. I, I'm not, I don't usually, I'm a person that really appreciates albums. If a band can't put together an album or even a catalog, I generally don't appreciate that band for very long because what's the point of getting into it if they're never going to do anything that's worth listening to? Uh, I, I never realized that, uh, but those, that tracks with everything that I know about what you like about music that that definitely tracks because you never you anytime you're like it's never you should listen to this song it's you should listen to this band and then it's like either a whole album where it's like seven mp3s attached to the, yeah. the emails yeah it's never just like look, check out this song but I do I I definitely I think between the two of us I like singles and, and hits a little more uh but uh but I, t I totally see where you're coming from what are you wearing today? I'm wearing uh, like a canvas hiking pant from Cool. Okay. I'm wearing a t-shirt from uh, City Lights Bookshop in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I've been there. And a smart wool three-quarter zip pullover. Oh, nice. How about that? Yeah. Cool. All right. So you have all the tracks. I have them all uploaded. Nice. And you have you see that they all have numbers, one, two, three through seven. Yes. I don't know if we'll get to yep. all of them, but I just wanted to be sure we had enough because, you know, tra album tracks yeah. are going to be a lot shorter than a Grateful Dead track uh, generally. Sure. I so, think it um, seems like a good number. Yeah. Let's go ahead and start with one. Well, I guess we'll just uh, uh, grip it and rip it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, uh, just, I was just taking a moment. When whilst I was purely um, gripping it, but not yet <laughs> ripping it. Yay. Maybe synth bass or like some bass with synth sound effects? Hey there, sis. What's that? Oh, I like this a lot. Humming 
Isn't it? The guy's got a weird voice. Oh, this just makes me grin. I really like this. Happy. The band is called Cool Sound. The fun name. Uh, the rhythm, the yeah. rhythm section sounds like uh, it reminds me of Super Organism that I really like. Oh yeah, it just has that really fun, quirky, but solid. That, like, uh, that picking guitar, that. It's kind of funky. Yeah. I don't really know what genre like it is. I don't know either. It's um, it's very layered, which I really like. Yeah, me too. I but, think most but, of my but stuff every, probably. But every be. track is very separate. You can hear each. You you can't listen. You can't pay attention to them all at once. But yeah. you can easily pay attention to whichever one you choose to pay attention to. They're all very very crisp in the mix. a lot of fun. This is, this is like backyard summertime. Yeah. And this has an 80s dead feel to me. Something yeah, I can about definitely it. see that. And I love, a, I love an odd vocal. I really do. Yeah, they're the best. Like Neil Young, Bob Dylan, they're the best. This is a unique one. It's like got that weird sort of I don't know, throaty sound. It sounds like it's also like using a megaphone. Yeah, a little mid-rangey. Just kind of groove to it. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely moving. I love that. It's simple, but not childish. That's just right, and it's not. It's so catchy. Yeah. Having for me, it's weird that I like this as much as I do because it. I'm pretty sure that's a synth bass. I'm not usually all about synth basses, but it's cool sound. And the band is called Cool Sounds. Cool Sounds. Yeah. With a C yeah. or a K. Uh, just like you, uh, normal. Normal spelling. Yeah, cool sounds. Yeah. Not and that, fast food spelling. No. And the right. track is called Hula Hoop Group, which is a really fun <laughs> name. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but crazy thing is. <laughs> Crazy thing is, um, that's a super fun, like bright, sunny sound. Some of the lyrics feels like I'm crucified, and the dogs they bite. Nothing's left, nothing's right. It feels like I'm alone tonight, on my own tonight. Yeah, nothing's left, nothing's right. It's just like really? it's like it's a pretty dark. I was a, not focusing on the what he was saying at all. No? Just the rhythm of the no? syllables was so so smooth. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, the lyrics, and if there's a land above those clouds, I've made sure no chance of finding out. Can we wait just one more day to keep that light shining my way? Yeah, it's it's a pretty dark uh, lyrical song, but then it sounds really fun. Uh, sunny music, dark lyrical it. content. I, I'm glad you liked I would it. definitely just find whatever album it's from, throw on the first track, yeah. listen to it start to finish. How the album you is called More to Enjoy. I mean, and, as far uh, as a first introduction song to the band, you can't do much better than that. So you're definitely throwing that whole album on. Yep. Yep. And the whole album is generally good. There, there's a couple other tracks. There's at least one other track that's as good as that one, if not a couple others. And, but the whole thing is pretty solid. And like I said, I don't do a lot of albums that I can't listen through the whole thing. So that, I, yeah, I thought that was a catchy one. Not every, There's going to be some more challenging listens in here. So, you know, you're not going to love everything. But uh, all right. So that was number one. Cool Sounds, Hula Hoop Group from More to Enjoy from this a band may, from This may actually surprise people who are used to only listening to podcasts. Um, uh-huh. we, we like listening to vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a lot of opinions. <laughs> And everybody should hear them and should hear what our experiences are like when we listen to that song on vinyl. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. what people want? Yep. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that's right. like 2020. Like that's that's what today's people are clamoring for. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. Let's do num- no. Let's do, uh, <laughs> let's do number two. Uh, got another catchy one for you here. All right. Good. 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 Late at night when I'm all You love the kinks. I sure do. This one's interesting because it's actually a demo that this guy wrote for another band that someone else did. harmonies there like when the drums yeah kick that in. i like i like what's happening right there for sure a little bit of uh here comes the sun in there yep and those vocal harmonies so sweet I also love a catchy pop tune that's done with a weird twist. Yeah, definitely. Just a little. I don't want super weird. I like just a little weird. Yeah, well, that's what makes it so good. (laughs) In here, too. Yeah, no, I agree. That's, That's awesome. This almost sounds like like what could have been like what Oasis would be doing now. And it's, I yeah. love Oasis. You say I love Oasis? Yeah, I really do. Oh, you do? I yeah. Think they, I think they could have stuck around and been a really good band. Yeah. I, mean, I never listened to it, but I really think they had a lot of potential. I listened like to their this. early stuff. To the owl? Oh, I love that. It's Vermont. So good. The light turns to blue. I wonder if you're out there thinking of me too. Have you ever 
just really catches you. You might be something different. You might be free. Yeah. Oh, that got really, really, really good for me at the end. I yeah. really liked I really liked that part at the end. Yeah. Um it was like um What's the band that sings that song Funny Faces with two Fs? No, I don't know. Oh. Is it a new one or old? No, they're they're I mean they're relatively recent. Um No, I don't know. Funny Friends, it's called. Oh uh, uh, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Yes, 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 yes. That reminds me of that. Yeah. Yep, which again in my wheelhouse. But so that was but the, uh, but the beginning part, I I mean that could be a kink song. Does yes. that starting with that yeah. voice and that that yeah. strumming? Yep. That was like kinks, and it's the kinks that you that you turned me on to. I never had even heard of before. I just thought they were just like Lola and all that shit, whatever yeah. it is. Um, but you played that Preservation Green, whatever it's called, whatever. Yeah. And that that turned me on to the the part of the kinks that were I love that part of the kinks. And oh, that's yeah. what this it's is the best, kinks that yeah. remind me of Village Green Preservation Society, whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> uh, so that was King Tough. And that's a guy from really. From, I've heard that name. Yeah, it's a guy from Vermont. Um, so really, was, yeah. And th- those sounds were just uh, well. I'll get to that. But he's so he's on Sub Pop Records. Um, that was uh, Nirvana, weren't they on Sub Pop? Yeah, I th- yeah. I think there's a bunch. Nineties Sub Pop was big in the nineties. This was uh, pretty recent. That's the only so, reason I know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, big in this, the nineties. Uh, this is a recent release in February 2020. Um, his name is Kyle Thomas is the main guy. And that was all him in that case. He has a band with a couple other guys that are King Tough now. Um, but he Like he that's was, King Tough on the road, but King Tough just started him doing everything in his yeah, attic or initially, something. Yeah, initially, but now King Tough is the band. Like that, that now it is them, all those guys. Okay. So it's, this was originally a demo that he made that he wrote for Ty Seagal, which I've played for you before for an album called freedom's goblin that guy he's an american guy but he sings kind of like uh mark boland from t-rex that name definitely sounds familiar yeah i played ty seagal for you you didn't like him as much i think you didn't like the fact that he's affecting a british accent sometimes (laughs) this is kind of that that tracks (laughs) yep um but this guy was also in a band called witch with jay mascus which is great sort of metally I, I don't know it's it's really good stuff sort of like uh stoner metal stuff yeah um, i think actually jay maskis on drums in that case really yeah cool um, but anyway so this guy does he's just involved because uh, i love ty seagal i love jay maskis i love king tough so this guy's involved a lot of really cool psych rock stuff that i'm super into this is a song about recording music or just being doing stuff at night he just says he does everything at night mostly he records all stuff at night and the sounds that I read an interview with him and the sounds at the end are recorded outside of a quote, witch's hut <laughs> <laughs> in, in Vermont. What? <laughs> I don't know. I, no. it, it did not, it did not say anything more than that. Dude, that, that part at the end of Blair Witch when that dude is just standing in the corner. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And you I just know. look over and see him. Oh my word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my word. I guess show my kids that. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. Golden name. Keep saying he wants to see a, 
uh, horror movie. We're trying to find a horror movie that he can watch. I showed my kids um, Night, the Night of Living Dead, the original one. Really? It, it gets pretty brutal. And they 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 tapped out. They tapped out when a baby turns into a zombie. And oh, started. voluntarily, they were like, "We're done." Yeah. The, Did they the, have nightmares at all? No. The they tapped out. The baby uh, turns into a zombie, or it's like a little girl, <laughs> and it gets a, a trowel and starts like stabbing its mother oh, with a trowel. No. <laughs> yeah. But they oh, made it no. through like zombies eating uh, organs. Which and one stuff. is this? Night, the original Night of the Living Dead, Night of the Living the black, and the all, white, black and white one, the yeah. black and white one where they're caught in the like the farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, in the it's, basement. Right? It's not so bad. I mean, it definitely it, it's <laughs> if they would have just made it through that thing, and it was it's not really like that. Push through it. Yeah, they would have been fine. But suck it up. Yeah, but it's uh, <laughs> we showed a called name um a quiet place like that oh, was one yeah. we could think of. That's to show. disturbing. <laughs> It's, I mean, a little, but he, he, he handled it a little okay. I mean, he was fine with it. It's like definitely nerve wracking. Yeah, I guess. Cold name. Runs out of the room anytime <laughs> there's, any, if, if anything's embarrassing or uh, like nerve wracking, she, she just, just books. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she takes off, but she'll usually stand not right at the door, but far away from the door where she still has line of sight from the TV with her ears plugged so she can watch. So as far away as possible with your ears plugged the whole time. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so that one's super fun. It's just another feel-good song. So there's some feel-goods in yep. here. And um, I like those, but I don't good. only like those. <laughs> yeah. So let's go on to the next one. Let's go on to mystery number three. This one's a little more in your face. Yep. Like sex pistols. Yeah, hold it. That vocal's down. The way they recorded those vocals. It really sounds super 60s. Yeah, it does. But this is new, relatively. Definitely nodding my head with the beat. Yep. You do. Sometimes you sway, sometimes you groove, sometimes you just nod your head. Yeah, I was doing the same thing. It's like a headbanger. Yeah, for sure. But there's, it's got a little something, it, just, it keeps me interested. Yeah, it's not just, it's not perfectly straight ahead that you get bored because you know exactly what's happening. They change it enough. I like the drummer. Really, he, the drummer is straight ahead, but he's yeah. No, but he does just a little, just enough little different stuff. Very influenced by the uh, 13th floor elevators, you know those guys? Yeah. Rocky Erickson, 60s, Texas. I'm hearing a lot of, uh, I've seen a guy that's a Vita, that type of yeah. vocal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Who was that? Um, Iron Butterfly. 
Hi, Ron Butterfly. Hi, Robot Iron Butterfly. <laughs> the guitar sounds good. It does. It's a fast tempo. Yeah, it is. This one's definitely a nostalgia sort of tune. I don't know if it's really bringing anything new to this sound. Although if you listen to the whole album, some of it sounds like the Misfit. Uh, if they were a 60s uh, band, I don't know, it's like almost more punky, but with a 60s uh, sound. This one's the most straight ahead, like 60s psych rock. I like that. Whatever that feedback is, this is masters of, of, of tone. The tone is just perfect. The vocals are really good. Just that that thing he's doing there, that scatting, is awesome. Yeah. He's just got an incredible voice. He's got it's very uh, it comes off very authentic. Yeah. How do you learn to sing like from a different era? I, I you know, it, obviously you listen to a lot of that stuff. But I, I even if I wanted to, I couldn't. And, I, and I'm not a singer, so I don't know. But um, you know, it, it's got to be hard to just sing. You know, singing like Rocky Erickson in the '60s, and I don't know how you. But do also, that. how do, it's so different from what anybody's doing now. Like, how do you do it? And as soon as you start doing it, not become so overwhelmed with the thought that this just feels like a costume. I'm putting on a costume. Yeah. And to not let that overcome you, and to actually just like feel confident in it, and yeah. un, and like really just do it authentically. That's right. the thing that's that I really like about that is it comes off as so authentic. It doesn't feel like he's putting on a costume. Cause I don't think that he, I mean, he doesn't sound like he is. No, I, don't, I don't even know who really it is, good. but it's, it sounds very yeah. authentic and, and period correct, which is, yeah. I, I really like that. But it does, like I said, the album, if you listen to the whole thing, it brings something else to it where it sounds like it's mixing. I don't know if you know the misfits like Danzig's early punk stuff. Uh, it sounds like it, it's. Mixed. I've seen the T-shirts. I don't know that I've ever heard the music. <laughs> yeah, Misfits—they're pretty great. I'm, I'm a pretty big Misfits fan, but it sounds like it's blending the Misfits with that '60s psychedelic sound sometimes, which is actually really cool. I, I really like it. So that guy's Nate, the guy, the lead singer, guitar player is Pat Beers, as in the drink Beers. Um, and the uh, his wife is the drummer, Letty Beers. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's a duo, and then they've got like a guy on bass, and that's it. They definitely have somebody on bass. Yeah, and um, so that's the Schizophonics. Really? The, out of yeah. where? Uh, San Diego. Um, they formed in 2009, so it's not like we're going back that oh, far. Oh, hearing, hearing that they're from San Diego does um, add like an extra vi- vibe to it. Yeah, because you know you they're know not I mean? from like, like, I don't know, Ohio they're or something. Not, I don't know. Like When you hear punk rock, like typically you... When you're picturing it happening, you're picturing it happening in uh, the basement of mm-hmm. a of a church, <laughs> something or or a frat house or like yeah, some yeah. Ba- yeah. some basement that's disgusting, yeah. right? Yeah. 
now I'm picturing them doing that like outside and it's sunny and it gives it a whole different flavor. Right. Yeah. Which would be amazing, too. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I love so that. that. The Yeah. The song's called Not Gonna Change My Mind. Uh, album is called People in the Sky. The band is not going to change my no, no. mind. The band is Schizophonics. Okay. The song is not going to change my mind. Okay. And the album is People in the Sky. <laughs> People in the Sky. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a uh, song called "People in the Sky." Schizophonics. That's yeah. quirky, I guess, but I yeah. I did like it. I did yeah. like it for sure. All right, cool. three for three. Nice. Yeah, good. I'm. Yeah, this is this is good. So here's one. This is gonna this is gonna be more challenging, though. I think it's still everything here is. I don't like music that isn't good songwriting. That isn't like almost a pop tune. So that's gonna make it easier for a lot of people to like. But this one's gonna be a more challenging sound and just more challenging in general. So let's move forward was mystery number four number four heavy on the flanger yeah heavy on the dirt the blade it's a nice reverb sound oh that's a real nice sound So dirty. It sounds like they recorded it in a hole. <laughs> Great harmonies again. It's not catchy songwriting. I mean, the song is basically just harmony in that, in that jangly guitar. Yeah. Speaking of Oasis, the vocals to me sound like Oasis. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm really listening to There's a lot to hear. in Thai, so don't bother trying to understand them. I haven't even had a chance to focus on the verse, so I haven't even noticed. It's like if Oasis was a surf rock band. It's like if Ben Kim sat in with Oasis. <laughs> Everybody knows Ben Kim. Leave that in. <laughs> Inside baseball. Oh, I like that. Organ sound is great. You can't hear it very well. The guy who's playing guitar is great. Uh, I love the guitars. Relentless and like, it, it, you know what it sounds a lot like? His guitar playing sounds a lot like the uh, Bobby solo on I Know You Rider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, he's, <laughs> where he's doing like soloing with chords and like yep. adding on like sus fours and sus twos just to solo with that. It's, it's, it's great. And the vocals, I love the, I love the vocals. It really sounds like, what's his name from Oasis to me? What's he here? 
what's his name? Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Isn't that it? <laughs> yep. Uh, I like that one too. Uh, right, that cool. was that was super fun. It was like I said, it was super fun in that like Bobby jam on chords yeah. way. Uh, but the vocals were also very good. Yeah. Um, Can you believe how uh, dirty it sounds? Really a Scottish band or, or no Thai from Thai? Thailand? Yeah, from oh, Thailand. I, I know you said they were speaking Thai, but I still thought it was like a Scottish guy speaking Thai because that sounded like a no like a Bell and Sebastian style accent to me. Like, and I really yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> Cool. Glad that I'm glad you made that thing up in your head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way, I liked it. Yeah, no, it so was they're, fun. They're called, um, and God forbid, I try to pronounce this. They're Kana Beer Bood, which means strange brew in Thai, apparently. Witches brew. <laughs> Witches brew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a witch's hut. Um, right. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. A witch's hut. That's not wasn't this yeah, one. That was right. the last one, right? It all comes together. Yeah. Um, they're from... Well, it is October, <laughs> so... They're from uh, Bang Sane Beach in Thailand, which is near... Oh, I don't know. Fuck it. I have no... I, I, Your geography of I, Thailand isn't... Is my geography... Thailand. I never learned it. Nobody ever bothered no, to teach no, me No, me neither. And I, my kids now, they're None. learning like... Wasn't my important. kids are learning like all the countries in Africa and like all the country, Like they're going like continent by continent learning all this shit about all these continents, including like valid... Never happened. Like things that I think are important about those things. I'm like, I never did any of that. That's so cool. But I also never had world history or US what? history. No. Like, I had That's, no history in high forgot. school. None. No, I don't. I really don't think I did. Well, I never learned any of it. <laughs> yes, that, that's fair. Um, so, Kana Beer Bood, uh, Strange Brew. Uh, the track is called Plankton Bloom. And they're right on the ocean. And apparently, there are regular plankton. Which is blue. What? Which is blue. <laughs> Which is blue. <laughs> <laughs> they live on the ocean. Apparently, there are regular plankton blooms. And one thing I saw when I, I um, Googled plankton blooms in uh thailand i saw a picture at night where the plankton bloom was phosphorescing yeah. or luminescing whatever oh yes bioluminescence <laughs> yeah and yeah yeah so awesome. i don't know if there's anything to do with that i didn't look up a translation you know i recently saw a picture of a um someone was sailing and they took a picture of a dolphin swimming alongside their sailboat through the bioluminescence yeah. did you i mean you grew up sort of near the ocean did you ever just put your hand through the ocean at night and like see the no never we never had any of that near no, where you i did though you must all. have because i've done it on the cape i did nope. it on the cape i was staying at well, first of all i didn't grow up anywhere near the cape i don't know what you're talking about and second <laughs> of all they don't have it up there <laughs> i was near um bass river i was at i was on bass river the mouth of bass river my friend's parents had a place on the mouth of bass river and we were one night just hanging out was it big or small the what the bass the mouth. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um Smallmouth Bass River. Um All right. We uh we're just we're going down the water and just I just like ran my hand through the water and it just was a trail of bioluminescence uh, um, behind my hand. It was the coolest thing. It, it's amazing. I can't ever remember experiencing that it's in amazing. my life. It was really cool. I would love it. I'd love that. It's neat. I've seen a million videos on YouTube of it. It looks yeah. awesome. I one of my dreams is to see Everything on YouTube looks so fucking awesome. <laughs> it's better than just sitting in your house. 
It's like 10p or whatever they say. <laughs> <10p>. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know if the song has anything to do with any of that, but it's called Plankton Bloom. Um, the album is called Strangers from the Far East. So like I said, they're Thai. I discovered them because I really like this band, um, Kikagaku Moyo, which are a Japanese band, uh, psych rock Japanese band that I really like that are awesome. And they have an album. I mean, they have a label called Guru Guru Brain. <laughs> and they go out and I like that. They go out and uh yeah, it's cool. They go out and seek out um other Asian bands that are like psych rock bands that are in line with they, what they like and they sign them to the label. And these guys actually amazingly, they didn't record this in a tin shanty somewhere even though it sounds like it. They recorded it in Tokyo with the uh Go Kurosawa, who is the guy from um, Kikagaku Moyo, who's like a, an amazing uh, musician, engineer, and, and records very clean, great sounding things. But this is the sound they chose. Kurosawa Kuro, is his name? Kurosawa, yeah. Oh. But, so not like the director Kurosawa. No, no sir. Okay. Um, but that was a sound. They chose all of that dirt. Like they tried to get that sound, which I think is incredible. Like it is one of the dirtiest sounding psych rock things I've heard in a long time. And it, it's it's amazing. I really like the sound of that. I did too. I liked it. It was fun. It was a little more, whether it's good, sad, good, happy, good, emotional, whatever. As long as it's good, it's going to trigger that that happy juice to come out of yeah. your brain, right? It's just how you know what what hue does it come off with? Right. But it's all still hitting that same spot that you want hit, whether it's a happy hit or a sad hit. They're both good. Yeah. It depends what you're in the mood for. Not that that one was sad, but you know, if we if we get like more moody yeah. and shit. You know, it still can be just as good, just as fun. The next almost. one's a little more moody, so it will lead us into that. And, and also a big switch of gear. So mostly we've been listening to, you know, a lot of psych rock, uh, weird stuff, though poppy. This is uh, going to be a little different, not quite in the same pop music vein. So let's uh, let's hit the next one. Mystery number, what is see, five. I just want to say, when I just looked up and saw it was number five, I was like, ah, shit, there's only two more. I wish you had picked ten. This is so. This has oh, been I'm so fun so glad. far. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. All right. Mystery number five. But I wish, like, I wish if you want, if you can find, you know, three more. Okay. During mystery right. number five. All right. Maybe more challenging listening again. No, I like this. It's like the water because it's wet. It's very, it has a lot of depth. See if you recognize the voice. I just call it water because it's wet. I just walk on water because it's wet. Flow that way beyond it because it's wet. All my styles is charmers because they wet. All of them. I just call it water because it's wet. I just do it water because it's wet. I'm just going to go. I've been ready. Plus, I'm set. Isn't the bass sound in here? You hear that like a fuzzy sort of reverbed out bass in the background? I like that production, man. That that, that tremolo. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. If I chose this one over some other stuff, that one. Oh, that's good. 
Costa don't like that. Times don't go, so I'm always on a jack. My ends told my ends. I'm so glad we met. Boy, salute you talking to a vet. She's so thick. She's sitting like a vet. No woman is ever an object. Does the, do you recognize the diamond? Do you recognize the voice or no? Not this guy, actually. Okay. Tell me which guy. Oh, no, it is him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds simple, but it's so deep. Listen to this bass sound. Is that Thundercat? No. Good guess, though. I don't think it is. I don't think it's a guess. I think it's a production guy. I don't think it's him, but the only guess I could have would be Mac Miller. No, it uh, the name the main guy is Ishmael Butler, the butterfly from Diggable Planets. Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, I loved Diggable. Yeah, me Planets. too. I just saw him a couple months ago. Yeah, it was really? incredible. There was, some, it was one of the. Yeah, I'm cool yeah. like that. I'm in like that because I swing like so that. that. Uh, that's yeah, they're great. New I'm thing. Out. I'm out. <laughs> so that oh, I that love is that. Shabazz Palaces. Ax Butter, how I Ah, that was so fucking cool. And the bass, I can remember code names all these out, but I can remember being at fucking Goldman's house. Yeah. And he said he lived down the street. He lived on like one on like a, a, a one block road. Yeah. Halfway down that road, Goldman lived, and he had just gotten this new fucking stereo system from Sears, I think. Big, like, big stand-up speakers wow. with three yeah. speakers in it. Yeah. I'm serious. 80s. Yeah. This is like 84, 85. I don't know what year it was. 86, maybe. He's like, you got to come here. This diggable no, plan that's on like Danny's 92. system. Yes. No. Yep. No. Uh, yep. Uh, new Refutate, new, uh, Time and Space, whatever it's called. That, that came out in 92. Yeah. Really? With cool yeah. like that? Yeah, Reach In. Reach In, in and New High Reputation School. of Time and Space came out in 92. Yeah. Okay. They still lived on the same street. We still <laughs> all went to school together. I guess I was just in high school instead of middle school. But um, we went over to his house and listened to that. And it was just like... So much bass. So oh, much my bass. word. The ba- I had never heard bass like in that song. Boom, 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 boom. 
that baseline's crazy. Uh, oh my sampled? word! Yeah. Just crushing, yeah. just crushing the room on those. Yeah. Gi- I'd never seen speakers that yeah. big, and I had never heard a song with the bass no, that no, low. Oh, Weirdly, that. yeah. Oh, my introduction cool. to Diggable Planets was my first high school girlfriend, or first serious high school girlfriend. She was very liberal, super um, <clears throat> pro-choice, and uh, was she Jewish? Yes. And of course, <laughs> if you're called name and you're uh, liberal and pro-life, you're definitely Jewish. <laughs> well, I wasn't, but I was I was all those things. But anyway, um, and uh, they have a song on there that's about I don't know if you remember, there's this track on that album. It's basically just about abortion and anti-abortion. And so she got that album. Yeah, that one's Mr. <laughs> Wendell. <laughs> yeah. But that's how that's how I first heard about Diggable Planets. But and then ever since, uh, I've loved them. I have I have that they did a re-release of that Reachin album on vinyl. Re- Rebirth of Slick. Yeah, that's what yeah, that yeah. song's called. They uh, re-released the vinyl, uh, double vinyl of that. Um, I don't know why it's double. They said something about it being higher fidelity. By I don't I don't know. Maybe they don't have the the things aren't as close together or whatever. So I don't really know how that works. But um, it sounds incredible. And the live is that really a thing? I don't know. Like higher fidelity yeah. records? If you space the I don't, track why else out? would they have separated it into two albums? I'm making that part up about the technology. I don't know why, but why would they have make it you two know, albums? Well, if they ran it at 78, no, it's maybe. the same speed. I don't know, like, I'm, I'm not changing the speed on it. It's a yeah. 33. Isn't 78 necessarily higher quality than 33? I think so. Yeah, just because it goes faster. There's more like inch of groove the faster you go, so you could have more information I'll give you every inch of groove i've got <laughs> i'll give you all the inch of my groove <laughs> every time you every time you sing i'm keeping it um <laughs> yeah so but that's that's shabazz palaces so uh ishmael butler none of the other from where uh from uh seattle now he used to i mean if you remember all his stuff was about new york like um cooling in new york um uh you know it's all about I'm in New York because I swing New York. <laughs> nope, that's not a that's not a lyric. But um, th- so he's moved to Seattle. He uh, this is a, a group of him and this guy Tendai Marer, or known as Baba. He is interestingly the son of uh, Abraham Dumisani Marer, who is a uh, African mbira player, which is you know those uh, thumb harps. Oh yeah, they play those things with the thumbs. It sounds and so mm-hmm. I don't know if if that if he does that and if that might have been some of the things that were in there at all. But he, I mean, his his uh, his production's really cool. I mean, it it just it has this dark depth to it and just a space, but depth. It's just it's cool. But yeah, so his dad was this famous African uh, thumb harp player, and I'm, I'm saying thumb. I'm making that up. I don't know what they're actually called thumb harps, but it's the umbira. I know what you're talking about. It's a, it's a little wooden box. Yep. There's a hole in yeah. it. And over those holes are strips of tiny metal. metal yeah. And they're like shorter on both yeah. ends. And as you get to the middle, it gets longer. Yep. Yeah. And, those, yep. and people can... It looks like a crow's foot. And people can play those things. It looks like a crow's foot. Uh, I guess, but there's a lot of them. No, they're all the toes. How many toes does a crow have? <laughs> like 50? Because sometimes they have like a ton of those pieces of metal. Dude. I don't know. Don't ask how many toes... <laughs> Crow's toes grows on a grows on a crow's. <laughs> Only the crows knows how many toes can grows. Um, 
Yeah, so they're also on Sub Pop, interestingly. Oh, cool. Um, that song is called... Look, I mean, that makes sense, right? I mean, they're vetting. Yeah. And they probably get first dibs on whoever they want. And from Seattle. They're in Seattle. Right. And Sub Pop, I think, is a Seattle uh, Yeah, label. home. Yep, homeschool um, advantage, or whatever you call it. Home court. Yep. Um, Was Sub Pop Seattle or Portland? I have no I'm idea. pretty sure the Seattle. Uh, that makes sense. And so the song is called Wet. In the beginning, he's talking a lot about water. I like water because it's wet. <laughs> and... Uh, the album is called The Dawn of Diamond Dreams. D-O-N yeah. or D-A-W-N? Dawn, as in uh, like the, you know, Lord of Diamond Dreams. Um, D-O-N. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, thought I, was make, I thought I was making a joke because it was obviously D-A-W-N. No, it's the Dawn of Diamond Dreams. And it's not D-A-W-N. Right. Now you're now you're playing a trick on me. It is D A W. I am not. It, the way I pronounce it, the pronouncing Don and Dawn, it is very regional. So, um, like my uh, now where I'm from, they both Dawn. <laughs> yeah, it's one. I know. And, and uh, my wife from Long Island, Dawn and Dawn sound exactly the same. Uh, she sound she. If you close your eyes, you can't tell if it's her or Sarah Silverman. They have the exact. Because she has voice. a very high pitched voice too, and it sounds very like kind of sometimes babyish, like Sarah Silver's, Silverman's does. Yeah, I know it's great. Um, I like your wife even more than Sarah Silverman. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> she's awesome. Uh, that's that's cool. I'm glad you do. She's the best. Yeah, I, I mean, I I do, but I wouldn't expect other oh, people to, to think that way. But anyway, um, oh stop! You wouldn't think I would think that no, way. I, of course, yeah, I think that okay. way. She's the, she's yeah, awesome because you guys are good friends. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just wanted to get some of that in there too, just to switch it up so it wasn't all like white dudes playing uh reverbed out psych rock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean not you know, we had we had women and, and uh Thai men in there as well. But uh let's uh let's go for mostly women with this next track, and this is gonna be a uh right all up in your fucking face. So six. All right. Pixies. Yeah, right? It's more so. I like about this, they have an organ in there. Yes. E-52s. But modernized. Not trying to be the 1950s B-52s, but like the 2000s B-52s. Yeah. 
that like robot, like blondie voice, right? Yeah. The man from all his thoughts and cops. The guitar stuff went crazy. What are you doing? Yeah, that's very My Bloody Valentine for you, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. That guitar right there is awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That, whatever he's doing right there is awesome. But the woman, yeah. The woman? Yeah, it's all women. Except for the drummer. That guitar sounds amazing. Yep. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, really fun. Definitely dissonant. Not all. What's the opposite of dissonant? Consonant? <laughs> It's, it's not the way they would play it, but it's definitely a, a mode and chord progression that um, King Gizzard would play in. They would never play it like this, but huh. I can get this background like motif. Yeah. That, that, those two chords back and forth is very King Gizzard. Yeah. To me. Even some things about the way they're playing it are sort of Gizzardy. Yeah. Oh, that was very fun. I'm glad you liked it. That was very, very fun. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised you're really liking all of these. I thought that some of them would be a little out. I'd say the last one, maybe the Shabazz Palace, was, was sounded, you sounded least excited about. But, um. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I definitely have like a much, like I have like a huge grin right now. Like that one just made me, made me really smile. I really like awesome. that one. Yeah, so that's uh, three women and a guy drummer. Uh, they're called the Paranoids. Um. <laughs> yeah i like that yeah. that's a good yeah, one it's good and their song is called face first uh <laughs> the album is called carnage bargain <laughs> yeah you really like all right, come on yeah stop it yeah it's all true stop it um so that song apparently is about a stalker uh but, that ain't cool hey guys no but the video Seriously. the video is about stalking. two women stalking a guy what's up with that in the video do you remember that? that? Do you remember that? Remember what? Did you watch Cheers as a yeah. kid? Do you remember when Cliff uh, became a stand-up comedian? Yep. And his whole act was saying things and then saying, what's up with that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then one time he was like, hey guys, seriously, cancer. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do remember Woo! that. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, I don't want this to end either. And I'm trying to. What's up with I'm that? trying to think of other tracks I can uh, get you. But I mean, if after song seven, I need to go grab another drink, and uh, you pick, grab some songs, and I come back, and there's like three more songs, it'd be awesome. Let's let's, let's keep going. I can I definitely love this. do it. I can definitely do it. I just have to get them. Um, all right. All right. Well, we still have one left, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Right. But is this? Is this one that's left? Like, no matter how many more we add, this one must be the last uh, it one. It was supposed to be the last one. That's true. Here, I'm buying one right now. <laughs> that's the thing. I did have to. You're buying one? Well, I don't know how else to get these to you. How else do I get new right. music to you? I have no idea. You have to buy yeah, it. Yeah, they're like um, a dollar. Who cares? I bought uh, my $60 investment in this podcast showed up today. Nice. What is that? Which is my... Um, 
Grateful Dead Tapers Compendium for 75 through 85. Wow. So I have the, I have like beginning through six through 74. Yeah. And that, I use that for a lot of my research because it's a lot of, there's a lot of wisdom in there. Um, and I just got the uh, 75 through 85 one today. So we're covered up through 85. Nice. What about the 90s? You remember the fucking rant that I had last time? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, I was good. I liked it. I mean, you have to get, I mean, look, you have to listen to it. It's sad. I, I, it, it's very sad, but it's, you know, it's out there. Yeah. And, and, you know, it makes you appreciate how good it was when it was so fucking good. I know. So this one will be like really in my wheelhouse and maybe not so much in anyone else's except for some of my select friends that aren't you. All right. Before we, um, before we play this one, give me like if I were to play this for you, like I, I like all of a sudden I flashed something on a screen that made you realize exactly what I was talking about. This particular song, the first word that comes to your mind when you when you see that song pop up on the screen is what? With the song we're about to play? Yeah, yeah. One word pops into your head. Shoegaze. All right. Yeah, I mean that that gives it away, right? I mean it, it is so. So hardcore shoegaze. It's just, it is, it, and this came. Is it my, but my bloody Valentine? It is not my bloody Valentine, uh, but this came out. What was that guy's name? Kevin Shields. Kevin Shields. <clears throat> yeah. Here's something I'd like to talk about that will be also relevant to uh, track. You, you definitely played my bloody Valentine for the first time for me. That was definitely the first oh, yeah. time I had ever heard. I can, I played it for a lot of people for the first time. That was my biggest influence in high school. What I tried to make a, my band sound like then it's very layered but what turned me on to it at, at very at the very beginning was that 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 one part of all the one layer where it goes yeah. like yeah. there's one part it's like constantly like going up and down yeah there's loops yeah yeah and it's like it's it gives you that same reaction that when you hear trey doing that whale calling well that's that's because that, that was gonna that's a segue it's all like that same feel with that that that, that swing that swing yeah. of pitch where it's like that, that like it's like a parabolic effect on yep. the pitch right because it goes down yep. and it comes back up and that that is a very hard to do well but when you do it right it's a wonderful and he does it uh, over and over effect. yes and oh, over yes. And that over. loveless album whatever yeah. it is like That's perfected it. that i loved yep. that I have that on. Uh, he re-released that on vinyl, where he made everything, the whole path from recording to uh, cutting the thing completely analog, including having to re-record some sections that were done digitally. So everything, Dude, yeah. I have smashed my face into this microphone <laughs> so many times. Why? And this last one was so hard. <laughs> What's going on? The pop filter just jabbed me right in the cheek. I just turned my head. It just got smashed. <laughs> you got popped by the pop filter. This fucking microphone is <laughs> attacking me. But that is something I wanted to bring up at this point. And in fact, the track seven is something I wanted to bring this up about too. And I won't say who that is but my bloody valentine's a good since we brought that up is a good example of that for some reason so you know you were brought up trey and how he plays like that do you remember in like 97 or whale calling 97 or 98 trey said my favorite band right now and the thing that's influencing me the most is my bloody valentine yep for sure and that was something that's how i heard learned about pavement honestly He said he likes pavement. And that is not the case for me. Because here's I, what it was. <laughs> Donny Ackschweiss. Donny Ackschweiss 
sent one out and somebody had written in to the mail thing. Um, what do you, what about the voice of Getty Lee? How how'd it get so high? Do you think <laughs> that he talks like an ordinary guy? <laughs> and and um, they wrote back and they were like, don't think that Trey is going to think you're cool just because you quote pavement lyrics, although Trey does think you're cool or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It was something really funny, funny like that. But that was like pavement, huh? And then, oh, my word, pavement. So, But that, that that's what – so this is going to be, uh, you know, humble brags all – Number up, three. All up the On ass. the call sheet. What are we talking about? Pavement. Oh. Number three on the call sheet for sure for me. Yeah. Without a doubt. Okay. But this is going to be humble brags up the ass and just dumb whining. But almost all of that kind of stuff, that especially with Fish, where so many people come to different bands like Sid Barrett or or My Bloody Valentine or you know or a lot of that kind of stuff or Pavement, all of that stuff was stuff that I was listening to before Trey ever said King anything Gizzard, about it. When Trey said King Gizzard, yeah, and we were listening like, to that, you and I were listening to that for years. Before he but said maybe that. so was Trey. I mean, who knows when I it know. gets written? About. I know. I mean, it, does, not, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But it just, for some reason, in my petty little place, whatever my petty place is. Since I edit these, this is where I wish I had said petty place junction. When I play uh, My Bloody Valentine or King Gizzard for my friend who happens to be a fish head, and he's like, oh, you, you heard about this because of Trey. I'm just like, oh, fuck, no. I didn't. And it just bothers me. I don't know well, why. Well, that's not, that's not Trey's fault. It's not That's Trey's your fault? friend's fault who's a fish fan who's like assumes that the whole world revolves around Trey, but it doesn't. Well, to be fair, this is a friend who's a fish fan who knows that I'm also a fish fan, though, you know, I have a lot of other things I was a fan of way before that, like Sid Barrett and early Pink Floyd. Man, I love those guys way before I ever even thought about liking fish. And fish was around, but I never listened to them at the time. Like I said, super petty, uh, whatever. Like you know, I was into that before it was cool. Bullshit, but it just it just bothers me. I don't. Know I just why. imagined. I just imagined Tom Petty standing on a skyscraper, like on a cartoon, super petty comic book thing. He's like <laughs> he's wearing a cape, and he just like leaped up off the top of a skyscraper. Yeah, super petty. All right, let's do six point five. All right. Anyone who knows My Bloody Valentine here is just going to think this is My Bloody Valentine. Right. I like the bass. Yeah. That vocal, specifically, along with the other sound. The guitar is just laying down a perfect bed. I don't know how they're doing that, but they're laying down a perfect bed of that guitar sound. Yeah, it's just a, a constant... It must be a thousand takes for the same cut. Seems take like cut and pasted a thousand times over itself. You gotta, you gotta dig. You listen very carefully to those vocals. Oh, thank you for saying that. That is, they are amazing. the interplay between the male and female vocals. Yeah. 
That is very well done. Yeah. That female vocal in the background, how it is mixed, it is in the mix perfectly. Yeah. Oh, piano. that's so good. Listen to this. I love that. Those little synth notes in the background, too. So many layers. The drummer is so good. Yeah. The guitar solo in there. Yeah. And the bass is really really signaling where the different parts of the song are. <laughs> I just smashed my headphones into the microphone. <laughs> that is so good. Here's a really good counterpoint. Because his vocals are now more rhythmic along with her rhythmic vocals. That's really good. That That is really good. Here's the thing about shoegaze music. It is gorgeous while making incredible amount of noise and distortion and but just beautiful and 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 the especially the way they do the vocals and you know what makes it possible uh compression <laughs> that's what makes all of that possible <laughs> they compress the living shit out of everything but what my, my bloody valentine did what i imagine these guys are doing too and they're called peel dream magazine and this came out like last week and i was kind of pumped about it just because it was again super nostalgic for the 90s so you know here we are again that track in particular is very My Bloody Valentine. There is a little bit of, um, do you know Stereo Lab? I caught a whiff of that. Yeah. Stereo Lab? Yeah. I definitely know the name. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, I can't say I've ever heard a song. There's a lot. Stereo Lab, I wouldn't describe as shoegaze, though these guys take Stereo Lab, which I would say is sort of like electronic lounge alternative. I don't know, it's weird. Um, very uh, analog synth sort of stuff but but the way these guys do some of their vocals this peel dream magazine um yeah they've really done a lot with 90s shoegaze 90s alternative british uh from stereo lab and my bloody valentine and other things like that but yeah i just thought thought stereo lab i always thought was one of the coolest names for a band and they are one of the coolest bands they are really i don't know anything about them but that name is just cool as shit if there's yeah everything about them is just cool like they dress cool they just (laughs) like every they just they play the coolest music it's always cool you know they walk way cool they talk way cool they (laughs) even check the clock way cool (laughs) yep yeah um right I think, you know, but we're being already an hour and 20 minutes into it. I think we should just go to the last one and not uh, overstay our welcome in this pure bliss uh, that we're experiencing right now in our fun. 
Uh, this last one's a little fun for both of us. Um, let's let it roll. We've already talked about it a fun, little bit. Wait, hold on. Fun. Okay, so when you say it's fun for both of us, that makes me think that I probably know the band yep. already. Yep. But it's a new release. Came out very recently. Really? Yeah, very okay. recently. Very recently. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It's probably not Pavement. Nope. But we did already talk about them. Could be Gizzard. Mm, let's see. I think it's a new gizzard because because okay. if anybody had released a, an album in the last three months, <laughs> the last three the seconds, that is always gizzard. <laughs> That's right. if, you, if you woke up from a coma and they said, name a band that released a song, <laughs> an album in the last three months, yeah. you're going to say gizzard. That's right. All right. Everyone good? So it's a live one. Good. You recognize the song? No, they have so many. It's hard to... No. It's called The River. It was on their album called Quarters, which had four songs on it. Never heard that one. Oh, dude. I'm excited. Hear the time signature? I love the bass right now. In five four. Four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one. Nice. Two drummers. No cowbell. Seen these guys live yet? I haven't. Living a lie. The guitar is so good. They're great live. They jam a little bit here, which is rare for them too, actually. Not right here, but they do. This is just fucking smoky, smoky bar blues, dude. Yeah. Is there a genre they can't play? Have they ever done parody polkas? They're so tight, though. They're always tight. You know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like to me what the Doors could have been if they had a lead singer that was actually a musician. Yeah. Like, this is what the Doors would have been like. And two drummers. Four drummers. <laughs> Drummers really is great. A lot of bands I love have two drummers. I won the drummer. <laughs> I ate the drummer. <laughs> That's great. Oh, that makes me want to see them over. Oh, really? Oh, that's crazy. Just wait. It's 
still 5-4. About now. This is Santana sits in with the talking heads. Listen to that guitar playing. Dude, I'm zoning out. This is so good. Yeah, me too. I thought we got to talk. <laughs> I try to listen to it. Yeah. Listen to that. Oh my word. So much going on. Instrument separation for a live show. I mean, this is just a just a insanely good mix. And there's so many people up on stage with this band too. I, I know, I know, it's, it's it's crazy. I think they have three guitar players, and a keyboard and bass, two drummers. I think they have 18 guitarists. <laughs> This for the first time today. You're getting the latest shit, man. The latest shit. <laughs> You're privy to all the latest shit. This right here sounds like peak woods. You think so? That tone, though? Yeah, that tone is woods. Super mid-rangey. It's like he dialed in his wah pedal to like the... Yeah. The <laughs> old set it and forget it wah. Yeah. Jesus. That back, that rhythm guitar. Yeah. Now the keyboard. This is the most... They don't usually do stuff this extended from what I've seen. This is special. Special moment. They're really just stretching it out there and I love it. Yeah. And they're just keeping it tight though, right? I mean, the tempo isn't really wavering and the, yeah. The rhythm section is tight. No, but if you saw the drummer doing this, he's going like an animal. There's two of them, and they're both going nuts. 
bringing it down oh that was awesome yeah that was awesome how it just fell off like that oh my word this track does go into another track so it is going to end abruptly because they they go right they do a lot of segues we'll fade it out in post That's awesome, dude. That is awesome. Oh, shit. Oh, that was so yeah, good. So fun, right? That was so fucking good. This is fucking Primal Dead right here. Like crazy, just fucking high pass filter sound. Yeah. People are shushing people, too. It's awesome. Shh. Everybody, shh. Shut your fucking mouths, assholes. Not sure if it goes on in this track or if it just ends in the next one. Somewhere in Europe. Oh, yeah, probably France. Oh. <laughs> I mean, France is probably pretty classic Europe. Yeah, so that was uh, that was a special treat. It was a lot of fun, right? I loved that. Yeah. I loved it. I, lo- I mean, that song in particular... Loved it, but the whole the whole thing, all the songs were so good. Man, I'm super glad. I'm surprised. I thought there, I mean, you know, yeah. And it was a, it, and and I think that I don't know how wide we really ranged in terms of uh, genre. I think that we went from hip hop to psych rock to shoegaze to, and that's about it. But maybe some punk in there a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't like we were going from, you know, country to death metal or anything, but, you know, I tried to get a little bit of variation in there. The thing is with my, with music that I listen to, it's just, I like it to be catchy and poppy, but then just a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. And the, and the more they extend it out and do weird stuff, the better. Yeah. Uh, I agree with all that. And that's why I liked all of it. I liked, I liked all of them. I, I didn't take any notes. So I can't I no. can't provide any recap commentary on any of the particular songs, but um, well, is there anything that stood out to you that, that just off the top of your? I mean, you know, what what stood out to you? I mean, I guess the last thing you listened to, right? Because that was like no. What was the, the first thing? One? And what was the first one? Uh, the very first one, mystery song number one, was Cool Sounds, yes. the Hula Hoop Group. That one, yeah. I, yeah. That'll that'll be the first one I go back and listen to because I really I really like that one. Yeah, more to enjoy. That whole album is pretty good. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, I'd say all of those albums in general. I mean, King Tough, that that one that we listened to, the I'm Free, the one with the uh, Witch Hut. Um, that one, <laughs> that was a one-off. That's not even part of an album. But I like almost all of the stuff he puts out. Uh, mm-hmm. But that was just a one-off release of a demo that he did for somebody else. Uh, well, this is fun for both of us. One, you got, you got to pick the songs. I got to listen to them. And then I do the editing for this one. So you, you're yeah. off the hook. Good luck with that. <laughs> is it hard? Yes. It's a lot of time. So this this episode is going to end up probably being right around 100 and... Not 100. Uh, one hour and 35 minutes. So yeah. typically, based on the first other five we've done, if the show was an hour and 35 minutes, how long should it end up? Hour How much are you cutting out? Hour and 15. <laughs> it's hard to cut much out because when we when really well, because you don't want to cut out during the song, you can't you know, you can't cut time during a song. And we don't you could cut out things people say if they're stupid. <laughs> no, no, I know, but that doesn't cut time. That's true. That's no, it true. doesn't cut any are time. Are you cutting out like if I say something super stupid? Are you well, you have to go back and start listening to these things, but yes. <laughs> Eventually, you're gonna to have to listen to all these. You only sent me one. They're all in the folder. Well, I don't know any. I don't know about any folder. I just know you sent me the first one, and I listened to like two thirds of it. Oh, that's not good enough. You get through that last third. And I'll Here's the thing, one. dude. We are not in our cars anymore. I know. Like, car time is podcast time, nonstop. First yeah. of all, number one, we don't, we're hardly in our cars ever. We don't go anywhere anymore. Right. Number two, I put a ham radio in my truck. So now half the time I'm in the truck, I'm not even listening to podcasts. I'm trying to find someone doing the, another ham. Hey, here's the thing. Have you, do you know about uh, numbers stations? No. Okay. Numbers stations are this weird thing that have been going on since that kind of radio thing was available. And like I think, a Mason's thing? No, I think they still happen. They are for they are for spies in the field. And this is not a joke. This is a real thing. Look up what? numbers. Yes. And right. and there's a thing. And so they and they have these call things. And they have call like songs, like a call sign, but it's a song. And uh and and it's sometimes it's just a, a number of notes, but often they sound very warbly and weird and scary. And sometimes they're like children's songs or like really spooky stuff but then it's just a voice saying, like shit an ice cream truck plays yeah but but warbly and scarier and then someone's like 15 34 26 19 100 and it's just it's a number stage and they what number. yeah and it's a code stop it it is a code to tell nope. me, yep it is and this nope. Look up numbers stations nope. it's not a conspiracy I'm theory I'm writing this down it is a real thing numbers Numbers what? Stations. Stations. I'm looking that shit up tomorrow. It's not real. I'm pretty sure. Snopes. Snopes.com slash number stations. How does the ham radio? Go to bed. It's not real. Is it shortwave transmissions you get on ham radios? No, you get... um, The ham bands encompass the high frequency uh, band, which is the one that goes, bounces off the ionosphere and goes around the world. So number stations are short, shortwave transmissions from foreign intelligence agencies. They have, um, uh, VHF very high frequency, which is uh, television ranges, but they have that. And then they have ultra high frequency, uh, very high frequency is the two meter band and ultra high frequency is the 70 centimeter band. I believe those are the general ham bands. 
if you have a technician's license. If you one up to go to the general license, then you can access the high frequency bands, which are a low frequency than the other two. And uh, then you can bounce off the ionosphere and go all the way around the world. Well, it says uh, monitoring transmissions from number stations has become an activity for hobbyists and ham radio enthusiasts, enthusiasts dating from the 1980s. Though it is do reported, they, do they list what frequency they're broadcasting in? Uh, what range? What's the band? What's the frequency band? You're gonna have to look that up. I don't. I don't. I'm gonna see write anything. that down. Yeah, I'm gonna write it down. Identifying and locating number stations are often given nicknames by enthusiasts, often reflecting some distinctive element of the station, such as the interval sign. Yeah. For example, the Lancashire Poacher. <laughs> what? Probably one of the best-known number stations. Generally thought to be run by the Secret Intelligence Service because its transmissions have been traced to RAF, uh, Royal Air Force, for those that don't know. Uh, played the first two bars of a folk song, the Lancashire Poacher, before each string of numbers. It's a real thing, man. It's crazy. I've already got it up on the Google. It looks crazy. All right, dude. This was super fun. This was super fun. Super right. fun. And uh, we'll catch you next time on Code Names. Code Names. Code Names. Code Names. How long are we going to do this for? <laughs> Code Names. Code Names. Names. <laughs>